Welcome back to Self-Deprecated with your host, Tiffany Phillips. That would be me talking to you in the third person. What the funny? WTF, man. What the funny? Man, you guys, I took a little break there for a second. Okay, let's let's just be real. I didn't take a break. I got overwhelmed and was doing a million things, and I just haven't had time to get all this together. I've had some episodes recorded, and... I finally got around to getting the editing done. I want to thank my editor, by the way. Shout out to Jason, who edits these podcast episodes. And he goes along with my zany brain and all the ideas that I have for sound effects and everything. And he it's like I don't even have to, to speak words. He gets it. And I appreciate you, Jason. I love these sound effects, and I really don't ever want that to change. It's a lot of work. I kind of give a lot of work to myself by adding sound effects to every show when I could just turn it in. But I want it to be fun for you guys, right? And from what I'm hearing, everybody likes the sound effects. And you know what? We're going to keep them. How about that? So this show today, I'm excited to have this guest on the show, another longtime friend of mine. And it's a good one, y'all. I did pre-record this show. And let's just say there's a lot of vulnerability, a lot of laughter, a lot of real shit. And I know that you're going to get something out of it. So get ready. But first, we got to start this show off with a little quote. You know how I do. And the quote goes a little something like this. Uh, when you feel worthless, remember, you were once the quickest sperm cell. Let that sink in, man. It's the truth. By the way, that was from Anonymous. I don't know. Who knows? Another human being who was also a sperm cell. We all started off as sperm cells. But when you think about it, you came into this world a winner. You did. You beat millions of other little sperms that were trying to be born. You said, oh, no, no, no. Hell no. Not today. I'm going to be born today, motherfuckers. And you were born. And here you are. So whenever you're thinking like, oh, I'm a loser, things aren't going well, remember, you're a winner. You're number one. You came into this world number one. You always going to be number one. Boom. And now it's time for our joke of the day. And the joke of the day comes from Allie in Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Oh, viva. Okay, I'm going to stop. Okay, this joke cracked me up. And I have to say, Allie got many jokes. She sent me two jokes. So we're going to use this joke in today's show. And guess what, Allie? It's going to be a double whammy. I'm going to put you in the next episode as well because your jokes are good. So this joke today goes a little something like this. Uh, How do you make holy water? Anybody? Anybody? You boil the hell out of it. Yeah, right, you do. Yes, you do. Yo, Allie, Allie, that joke was fire. (laughs) Get it? Fire. Hell. Yeah. And Allie is from 
the Sin City. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's get to today's guest. I was talking about her before. I'm so excited for you to meet her. She is so incredibly accomplished. I almost want to slap her. (laughs) Julianne O'Connor is an award-winning speaker, author. She was named the best new author by Amazon. You got to read her books, uh, Spelling It Out for Your Man and Spelling It Out for Your Business. If you need advice on relationships or how to start your business or how to run your business, get those books off of Amazon immediately. And she is an actress, a strategist with the TEDx Talk Alive and Counting. She is a TEDx speaker. She is on the faculty of the 4M Institute for Dentists, is the director for Z-Linked Marketing and Advertising, and co-founder of the Nano Podcast Alliance for Dentists. O'Connor is a certified corporate trainer and a certified strategic intervention coach. O'Connor is a wife, a mom, an adoptive mom, a foster mom, and the star of the hugely viral number one Super Bowl commercial, Doritos Pug Attack. God, I love Doritos. She is on the advisory board for three companies, three y'all, three in development, and is the founder of the SIO Dream Fund Scholarship. O'Connor provides both high-achieving CEOs and dentists, plus their teams, with powerful strategies for effective branding and done-for-you social media packages, as well as quality of life and burnout prevention coaching. Oh, child, I'm burnt out just reading all that. I told you guys, she is hella accomplished. She is amazing. And she's one of the most wonderful people I know. Like, truly, 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 you're going to love her. So are you ready to meet her? And you know how I do. I always like to give that big, grand introduction. And this is no different. So let's get to it. All right. And ladies and gents. Can I get a drum roll, please? Welcome to the show, my bestie of, gosh, so long. We're old. I'm not saying that we're old, but it's been a really long time that we've known each other. Julianne Youngins O'Connor. <laughs> what said, an intro. <laughs> I said all of your names. I'm like, Julianne Youngins O'Connor. <laughs> I love it. That's hysterical. <laughs> yes, she's married. She's married. So you have both your both your names. Um, we finally, I finally got you on. Julianne hosted my podcast launch and she was awesome. And I've been trying to get her on. She's a very, very busy lady because she's saving the world. Literally, you guys. She has adopted two extra babies, two little ones on top of the one she already has. She's running a business. She's freaking, you know, killing it out there in in the corporate world while being a mom to, I mean, fostering and adopting. I'm like, oh my God, how do you do it? How do you do all of this? (laughs) You're you're insane. And it's, and I, I am insane. And and you are insane. (laughs) Yeah. Like I've, Today I actually feel insane. Like <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm like, we jumped right into this. And I gotta tell you, I mean, it is a day where I'm feeling insane today. And I do, I there are days where I'm like, what have I done with my life? Ah! <laughs> 
Not because of my children though. Love, 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 love my babies. Of course. I mean, I'm over here. I'm unmarried. I have no children. And it's like, I could just pick up and go whenever I leave. But then, you know, I always thought at this point in my life, I would be married and had kids, but it's just, I, I know that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Even though sometimes I'm like, huh, I just thought I'd be somewhere different at this point. I mean, don't we all, we all do that. I'm not saying that it's still uh, not in the cards for me, but I, I mean, I'm sure you didn't imagine at this point in your life that you would have two adopted babies on top of your child. Like, I, I'm well, sure this is yeah. not how you, what you pictured, but yet it's such a beautiful thing. Well, when adopted, just to clarify, so when's adopted, when's in foster care right now? I consider her adopted. I, I'm just, I, I'm in love with that baby. I am in love with that baby. Yeah, but she's got a whole family. And so for right now, yeah, it is, it's a, a journey for sure. And no, you know what? I never imagined I'd have three kids. <laughs> so, yeah. So it is, I, you know, I'm literally, you'll laugh, but I just ordered a mom van, you know, like oh, God. <laughs> a full blown, you know, auto opening side doors, you know, third row. I, I mean, seriously, Tiff, can you, you imagine? Mama. I'm like, yesterday I was thinking about how we partied with Dr. Dre. I'm not even oh kidding. This God. is like, and I'm like, oh my God, look at me now. <laughs> look at me now. Look at me now. I'm changing diapers. You remember the now. days before I new mark i mean i'm like yeah you, it was wild we had some wild days and i just please tell me you're gonna get a a license plate that says hashtag mom life <laughs> <laughs> hashtag what the fuck happened <laughs> hashtag cool mom i've got a van yeah look at me but the, the, it's the, a v6 oh <laughs> you know what <laughs> I was but, like, I, that was the first question. I was like, this is a V6, right? Because like, I need to go when I'm in my car. I need to go. It's, I got to get some, get up and go here. I got to have power with these babies. In case you just want to run away too. Like just hop in that van and go, look, I need, mommy needs a break. We're going to run away right now. Uh, excuse me. I need some extra space for the 12 pack of wine, please. <laughs> for the case. I'll bring the wine. I got you, Bill. But like you're, can you just share with my listeners the story behind the babies? And I mean, truly you and Mark are just rare souls to me because it really takes an unselfish person to take on the responsibility of raising technically another person's child and loving them as your own, which people do it all the time. I mean, I thought I've thought of adopting before, like once that baby is in your arms, that, that's your baby, but you've, you're considering doing it with the new baby. If they're not able to reunify for some reason, we would be there. Yeah. Yes. Then, then you are going to, you are willing to do that. And that it, just takes a very a selfless, selfless person. I think it's wonderful what you're doing. Not everybody would do that. So can you just share whatever you can? I know a lot of it, you can't go into detail, but the story behind the two little ones that I love and adore. It's interesting because the, the why and the original plan to do this was one thing, right? And then mm. what has unfolded since is something different. And then third to that is really a philosophy about life. 
So yeah. starting with just, you know, going way back, but super, super speed is Mark and I both said we would have one baby. We would adopt one so that we could give back so we could help on some level. And he and I both were, you know, had really good friends growing up who were in foster care or adopted. And so we both had seen what their lives looked like. And we said we wanted to be contributors to helping people in those situations. So we knew that going into our marriage that we would have one and eventually adopt. So we did foster care, as you know, and you're always anti to all of our babies. And we've had, you know, six babies come through our home and we've been really blessed to be able to give some back to their families. And, and that's like a gift because then those families become like family. But then there was, you know, we adopted one and then that opens the door to the potential for additional. So the babies, you know, sometimes they have siblings and there's a lot of different circumstances. So I won't get into detail, but let me bring it full circle to where I'm at today, literally today. So today in my, my state of overwhelm and everything, and here I am somebody who goes out and teaches about burnout prevention, right? And I'm feeling burned <sighs> out right now. And I'm, I mean, I'm just being real. <laughs> I, am, I know, you know, <laughs> I know I'm, I'm feeling it too. I said, okay, we got 30 minutes to get this in. And it's just one of those days. And, yeah. and I'm not even juggling children. So I can't, I can't even imagine all my friends who have kids that are juggling their careers and their kids and their husbands, their significant others. I almost feel uh, like what, what right do I have feeling tired and overwhelmed (laughs) when I don't have, I mean, I got a cat. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what? So, so the very, very bottom line is we're all human and we all feel it. And I don't give a shit who you are. You're going to feel it because we are self-deprecating. We put our own pressure on ourselves. We do self beat up and it doesn't matter where you are in your life. You do that. Like people do that. It's a human beingness problem, if you will. And so right now where I am sort of checking in again, because anytime I start to experience feeling burned out, I check in with myself and I go, Hey, okay. So remember like we can't take our individuality so personally or so seriously that we don't remember we're part of a greater whole. Like if we, if we don't stop and, and realize that the mom walking down the street or the dad walking down the street or the homeless person or the person with a baby, we want something good for them because at the end of the day, if their life is better, our life is better. If you think of us all as one on this planet, because what affects me affects you. We all affect each other. It's energetic. It's, it's everything. I think we take our lives so, so, so seriously sometimes that we create conflict. We create this resistance towards other people and everything. We get so caught up in the, I, I am, I should be doing this. I should do that. But then if we like expand our consciousness just a little bit and remember, oh shit, like that person matters too, then it's, it's all collaborative at the end of the day. Like it's not about the conflict. It's about the collaboration. And, you know, we have to have the good with the bad or we wouldn't recognize one from the other, you know? Yeah. So so I have to go, okay, the reason I'm feeling burned out today is so that tomorrow when I go to relax, I really appreciate the art of relaxation because I understand what it feels like when I'm not relaxed. And if I Mm. didn't have the non-relaxed side, I wouldn't appreciate relaxation. Mm. <laughs> you know, like they say, you, you can't appreciate the sunshine unless you've had a little bit of rain. Almost, it, it's it, it kind of makes me think of the whole lockdown when we were all just stuck in the house, couldn't go anywhere, couldn't really interact with people, our loved ones. 
it's like you appreciate it so much more now. The yep. hugs, the social interaction, the being around people. It's a whole different vibe and feeling because you're like, oh, I miss yeah. this. <laughs> oh, 100%, right? I mean, it, like you cannot have one without the other. And so when you realize that, you say, oh, it all has a place. And oh, this is all just supposed to be here. And today it's the flood of everything. And yeah. um, it's rough and that is okay um, because tomorrow it will be different. And I just still have to live in the moment and just appreciate the the muck of it. I mean, and that's really how I'm feeling today. I'm not even kidding. Like you got me on like a rough day. <laughs> you still show up. You show up for people. You show up for me. You show up for your family. And that's one of the things that, one of the many things that I love about you. And it's so funny because you're talking about burnout and just, I don't know, life in general. And I see, I'm kind of tired too. I actually went to a boxing, a boxing workout class and that shit wore me out. Like I'm trying to find my words right now. (laughs) I'm like, that's awesome. What am I going to say next? So yesterday I'm having a conversation with a guy friend or a new guy friend. And I said something like my cat was meowing. In, in my ear. And so I was like, I'm sorry, that's my cat. And he goes, you have a cat? And I said, yeah, I have a cat. And he just starts laughing. And I'm like, what's so funny? And he's like, I'm nothing, nothing. I'm like, well, what is it? What is it? And he's like, it's just, it, it's like, you know, you're like one of those women that's over 30 and doesn't have a man and has a cat. And I, I, I just knew that that was out there. And I was, it just was so, I mean, how emotionally unintelligent can you be and not mindful when you don't know someone's life? That you don't, is he, he, yeah, he doesn't words. know, he doesn't know me that well. And his perception of me when he met me, I'm not going to lie. So my mom was going through chemo at the time when I met him, I got to share this because I got to share this with you because this really just blew my mind. I was out because I needed to let off steam and I had a lot to drink and men were just swarming me. Okay. And (laughs) I was making out with one. I was having a time of my life. Why? Because those whole, those months were excruciating for me. And this was a moment where I'm like, I'm going to just let off some steam. I need to just get wild for one moment. I'm, I didn't go home and have an orgy or anything like that, but I was just being <laughs> good to know. Note to self. Okay. Yeah, right. Uh, I mean, that was, that, so, down. Not that, that was <laughs> so back in the two thousands. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, so I think his perception of me is that I was a party girl and, but yet he didn't know where this was coming from the background. I don't, I don't always go out and party like that. He had no idea that I was going through the most horrific moment of my life. And that night was a night for me to just let go of all of it, be free and have some fun. So I also think he, he liked me, but I was talking with different men that night. So now we're in the process of possibly working together on my series, which again, I emailed him the script and he was blown away by it. He goes, I am so shocked by this. You are brilliant. Like, holy crap. But again, 
I think it shocked him because he kept seeing that girl partying at the club that night thinking, holy crap, she's really smart. She's a genius. She's a great writer. He's like, I'm just blown away. I'm blown away. So when he came out laughing like that, I feel like that was more a reflection on him. Yeah. He's upset that he hasn't been married with no kids. And it's maybe it's women like me that has prevented him from having that dream. Then he went on to talk about like, you got to have a legacy. Everybody has to have kids. I said, well, guess what? You can have a legacy. You don't need to have kids to leave a legacy. Okay. Cause there are plenty, there are plenty of people out there who have no children who are even married and decided not to have children. And you can still have a legacy. There are other ways to have a legacy. Is that not the most ridiculous what is your it's, take on that? Okay. Well, so there's so many things here, right? Like oh. let's unpack this for a second. Number one, obviously it's really judgy and really shitty. So and judgy. Um, on the other hand, why the hell do you have a cat? Um, no, I'm just kidding. With <laughs> right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Sometimes I mean, I'm, I'm like, not, why do I have a cat? No, I, I love my little kitty. I would be the cat lady if I was not allergic. I would rescue every cat under the sun that I could fit in my house. You know, like mm-hmm. I already know that not because, uh, you know, of any one thing or another, it would be because I would be rescuing, you know, like there's a reason people have cats for companionship. People have cats for a lot of different reasons or any pet. And it is not about that. This is none of this is about that, but number one, there's comedy in all of it. I mean, oh, like totally. I think about, you know, people in their, <laughs> okay. So this is really funny. Cause I gave a birthday card last night to somebody and it said, if you ever feel like you you know, you haven't made enough of your life, you know, just remember there are people pushing cats around in strollers or something. You know? <laughs> I haven't gotten to that place. So I think we're good. Yeah. So as long as you're not pushing your cat in a stroller, we're good too. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so it's a little bit funny that we're having this cat conversation today. But you know, I mean, at the end of the day, I think it's especially personal for you. Like if somebody laughed at me about it, I would laugh back at them. You know, there's a, there's a part of me that would Oh, I did laugh back, but then I'm like, that's wait a second. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But (laughs) which part of it bothers you the most? It's the judgment about where you are at at in your life right now. And that is the shit that that really bothers you. And and that's because you just don't want to be judged because people don't know what you've been through. People don't know your journey. They don't know where you're going. And so who are they? Right. So I think that's what bugs the the crap out of you about that kind of a comment. But at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, you know, and it's also humorous. I mean, maybe he has no idea the impact that would have, but this takes me back again. Okay. Miss Tiff to this idea that like what happens to other people matters, you know, yesterday also, I went into a coffee house and was buying a gift card for somebody. And the guy behind the counter complimented my daughter, Lotus's nails, 11, you know, Lotus is 11. And he, he just said something about her fingernail polish. And he had a couple nails painted and he was like, Oh, see, I've got these, whatever. So we go back out to the car and she she is just like, oh my gosh, I love that guy. I love that guy. He was so nice. All he did was compliment her fingernails. <laughs> okay. But it was so genuine. And it really made me think about, man, we can make or break somebody's day on a daily basis. Like how yep. often do we go out and seek the opportunity to make somebody's day and people break people's day, like, like this comment, right. And they mm-hmm. have no idea the impact But imagine if it was the reverse, we were looking for ways to make people's days a little better, you know, and how you could 
like go around feeling really good about yourself or you can go around feeling really shitty based on something somebody says. Right. You know what and I, mean? I And I also think you don't, don't make comments like that unless you know somebody's background or it, it just, it was so um, out of left field and <laughs> yeah. he was laughing like a 10 year old on a, on a playground. He just kept laughing. I'm like, you really think that's funny, don't you? <laughs> like, yeah. But I'm sad that he not sad. It's, it's unfortunate to be that he's not, a, I don't think he's a pet person period. So you don't know the unconditional love that you get from dogs, cats, from pets. It's really beautiful yeah. to have pets. And if I could rescue tons of pets, I'd have a dog, cat, everything, but yeah. it doesn't mean that somebody's trying to fill a void or or something's missing in their life. Maybe I just like cats. Like the whole, it's the whole yeah. societal image of women with cats after a certain age. I'm like, oh God, <laughs> so yeah. stupid. It's but, so okay, stupid. But you also don't want to be surrounded by people who censor themselves. So this is a gift, right? Like when people say stupid shit, know. That's it's true. like, whoop. Okay. Note to self. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It's like really revealing, right? Either way. And so, yeah, it's, it's a little bit funny. Um, but you know, it is, I guess is what it is, right? It is, it is that that is the image that certain people have, which I just think it's, it's dumb. Now, maybe if I had seven cats and I was pushing them around in the stroller, yes, please laugh at me. Oh, laugh. okay. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now judgy. Who's judgy now? Like there are plenty right, of those out right. there too. Right. It's one of those things where, you know, my, my life ain't so bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not. My sister had 30 cats recently. 30. Wait, shut it. I what? swear to God, my little sister. And sis, she's married. She, or she's well, a, she was rescuing she, all these cats off the street and then finding them yeah. all homes. And she was up to like 30 cats. And they were like half of them needed medical care. She was like literally bottle feeding around the clock. Like literally yeah. had no life. Now she's like got a lot fewer, but but it was insane. I was like, what are you doing? You're making me crazy thinking about it. <laughs> That's too much. That's my yeah. one cat is my one cat is like three children in one. Like and she's, <laughs> she's she, always you, like meow, meow, which is mommy, mommy, mommy. Yeah. Like good God. Why did I get a cat? But then I love her because she wants to cuddle and she's the yeah. sweetest. But yeah, I just, I had to share that with you because Julie Ann also is a relationship expert. She has a book that I mentioned in the bio, Spelling It Out for Your Man. She also has Spelling It Out for Your Business. And she was my confidant when I was going through, re- oh my God, probably half of all my relationship issues. Who did I always go and talk to? Who was like Yoda for me? Julianne. <laughs> Yoda. Oh my gosh, I love you. Julianne is fucking Yoda. And I'd be like, Julianne, what do I do? Da, 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 da. But I will say this whole being single, because I've been in relationships most of my life until I moved to LA. No, just kidding. Um, and I will say that not being in a relationship, I am, I'm happy. I'm loving my life that I, at least I'm not over here worrying if somebody's cheating on me. Is he telling me the truth, feeling kind of this and then that part I don't miss. And I feel like it's also a a defense mechanism, or maybe this is a wall that I put up where I tell myself that, I'm cool with being single. Like I can come and go as a plea. I don't need to worry about what somebody else is doing and blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, I do miss the feeling of being in love. And I have had, I've dated this and that, but 
it's been a long time since I have felt the butterflies in my stomach for somebody like maybe they might've felt it for me or whatever. It's never really been reciprocated where I, I just want to, it's been a minute and, and, yeah. and I, that part I miss. I mean, so look, it, you know, um, the pandemic is, I, you know, I bring it up not as an excuse, but I mean, come on, like nobody was out dating during the pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. I had dinner last night with a group of people and one of them knows you, by the way, I'll, I'll tell you their name off the air, but they're on tour with a big show. They're about to go back out on tour because, you know, everything was shut down for so long, but oh, cool. um, somebody I'll, I'll, I'll share with you anyway. And, and he was talking about, cause he's single too. And he was talking about this. Is this he single whole, and cute? He's single and cute. Absolutely. What? Um, and, so, and he and knows talented. me what he's saying. <laughs> and he's, uh, maybe I'll tell you, but maybe I won't. Um, well, it's going to cost you now, Tim. Uh, oh, <laughs> so, but he is going on tour. Okay. Come on. You do oh, not God, No more musicians. Tiffany, no more fucking musicians. No, this is why I'm single. Half the men I've been with have been musicians. Yeah, no, this guy is a singer dancer, but um, an oh, actor. yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, anyway, yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, so needless to say, but he was, we, I was asking him about, you know, like, what's your what's your plan? And he doesn't want to date while he's on tour because obviously it's hard you're to maintain stop to stop. Yeah. But the reality is, like, during the pandemic, it's a pretty damn good excuse for why you haven't been dating. So, yeah. like, give yourself a little break. And then, you know, now things are starting to open up and, you know, eventually you'll be able to get back out and and start dating again. And so, yeah, you can tell yourself whatever story you want to justify being single because you are. And why the hell not? Like, tell yourself a good story, why it is good, because, you know, what, dating does suck sometimes. (laughs) And, and, you know, feeling shitty does suck when you're worried about all that stuff during the dating. But then eventually what happens is you could be in my shoes, which is you're married. Right. And so when you're married you still lose the butterflies at some point and you just love, love, love somebody. And it becomes much more spiritual. Like we're, we're getting ready to go to lunch here after this actually, because it's like date lunch day for us. (laughs) So you, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So you have to keep it alive no matter what. Right. And, and we have to feed our soul and we have to feed our own butterflies in our stomach. What advice would you give to the singles out there that are looking for love and, Maybe they keep hitting a wall or they're not liking anybody who's coming in their path. And maybe they're just like, ah, I give up. (laughs) A Uh, lot of times when you give up, that's when you meet the person. I've heard that many, many times. Yeah. Well, okay. So, you know, I don't think there's any two paths that are the same. And that's a really, really, really tough question. It's a really good question, but it's a tough question for Mm -hmm. me to answer or give advice on. Right. Because I think um, at the end of the day, number one, you have to be like in a place where you can meet people. And that has not been possible for a minute. And now Mm -hmm. it is. And so now that it's possible, I don't think everyone's just running back out and putting themselves in, you know, a place to meet people. It's they're starting to, (laughs) but you're not going to capture everybody. That's a possibility right now. But I do think you have to, you know, begin reemerging, going out, having your energy be expansive enough to notice people outside your circle. So if you're at a restaurant or a bar that you notice people at the other side of the the restaurant, you know, it's not just being with the people that you're with. Um, And then you got to have the balls to meet people. And I know you have all of that. Um, but it's just well, a question of when I, I don't have balls. I have a, well, you know, no, you don't have, balls, but, <laughs> but you have, but you've got, you've got, um, absolute confidence. <laughs> yeah, you, I do. And don't. I'm sorry. 
No, you do. Look, I know the difference between the people who will like they they shut down when they meet you know, somebody that they're attracted to. You are not that person. Like, it's no question that when the time is right and you can meet somebody, you'll meet them. I just might say some awkward things here and there, but it's, yeah, but that's what makes you quirkily. You, you quirkily see, like, Tiffany, quirkily Tiffany. See, that was an awkward moment in and of itself. I'm just like you. <laughs> okay. Julianne, we're going to uh, we're going to get into the lightning round and uh, self-deprecated moment of the week. But first, I want to ask you, what is on the horizon for you? What's next for oh, Julianne, Lord. Youngins, O'Connor, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan, Mama Say, Mama Saad, Mapusa? That is your new name. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? Honestly, I am working with a couple of people and we're putting together a retreat right now. And so I am going to start doing a few more retreats now that things are open back up to, you know, train some teams and uh, you can come join us. Um, so, so I am doing a digital detox retreat with somebody right now. Okay. Uh, it'll be a three day retreat. And um, it doesn't mean you're your devices are being taken away from you like it was with you at your oh yoga. God, Crazy. Yes. Do you remember? Oh I was like, God. I can't reach her. Get it out of the locker. <laughs> Pull her phone out of the locker. Somebody. I, I did a 10 day silent meditation retreat. And you guys, when I came back, because Julianne and her husband, Mark, did not think I was going to be able to make it, which I didn't halfway through. I was literally like fiending she from recited, my phone. Wait, she recited <sighs> the freaking lotion Avino bottle. lotion bottle because <laughs> you, you couldn't bring books or anything. And so I had this Avino lotion that I would read like a novel every night. <laughs> and then by the end of the two days, I could have done an, an Avino commercial because I knew the ingredients. I knew everything. That is the classic funniest thing I've heard. I remember y'all were so proud of me. They gave me money. They're like, here. I'm like, what is this for? They're like, we just were proud of you. We would, I'm like, oh my God. But (laughs) but who was really tripping was Julianne. I need to call her. Why can't I get a hold of Tiffany? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I'm like, what do you mean her text messages are not going through? What do you mean her (laughs) voicemail box is full? Somebody break the phone out of the locker. This is unheard of. <laughs> this is not normal. How is she doing this? Yeah, I, I couldn't know. believe it. It was unreal. It was, I got through it, but it, there was many comical moments that would be a whole other episode. But yeah, digital detox retreat. That sounds yeah. really cool. Yeah, it's going to be really cool with this masterful person and that I'm, I'm doing that particular way, then we're going to go or retreat with, and we're going to take people to someplace really stellar and amazing. And it's going to be awesome. So yeah. So I'm excited Let about, me know that. about that. I want to do all right, all I that. Posted. I want to collaborate with Julianne. We used to have a podcast together, Tiff and Jewel show, and maybe one day we'll bring that thing back. It's just hard to coordinate with everybody's schedules, but it was, it, it's still on iTunes. You can, in all the podcast platforms, you can still listen to it. Yeah. That is such a fun podcast, but the truth is, I mean, think about when we stopped, that was when you lost your parents. So it was like, that was like a huge transitional time for all of us. So yeah, you've been through it. And now I'm super excited that you have the show that's coming on and like becoming such a thing right now. So I'm having a blast doing it. And it's just, I like to just keep it very real 
on this show. As you can see, I'm like, I'm just putting it all out there. You know what? This motherfucker said this to me. What do you think? <laughs> because I was going to tell you about it anyway. So I'm like, why not do it on the air? I'm going to tell her about it now because I want to hear her opinion this about guy. this because I know she's <laughs> going to have something to say. I didn't say his name. Listen, he's a good person. And, and maybe I'm sure his intention was not to trigger me or be no, offensive. I'm but sure it wasn't either. Yeah, but it was, I, I mean, you laugh a little bit, but then he just kept laughing and laughing. I'm like, okay, are you well, done? <laughs> it well, I mean, funny. you don't know what his like, um, you know, humor behind it all is. It's probably not the same as how bad it makes somebody feel. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like he's got his own thing going on there. That's why you got to let them know. So now it's time for our self-deprecating moment of the week. It doesn't even have to be of the week. It could be something that happened years ago or whatever. But if there's a self-deprecating moment that comes to mind, just share it with me. Let me know what is it that you did that you look back and you're just like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Like, oh, I, I was looking for my sunglasses for an hour and they were on my head. (laughs) <laughs> like mm-hmm. something like that. Well, I got, I got something that happened this week. If it, if it, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know, I hadn't thought about this. I didn't even know you did this. Um, so, so that's pretty, like, that's an awesome question. And there's probably a hundred moments. I mean, I know there are like what a Lotus, his favorite questions for me is tell me a mistake you made. And I'm like, Oh God, I've made so many, which one can I tell her? Um, and we can laugh but, about it. See, but, but I will tell you like just something stupid, funny that, that I did this week and I did it two days back to back in a row. And it's so stupid. Um, <laughs> is I like, it was getting ready to run out the door. I'm like, you know, in a hurry. And I like literally fill up this giant cup full of ice and water and put my purse over my shoulder. And then I go to run out the door, but I have to lean over and like reach down and hug my baby and say goodbye to my three-year-old. And as I lean over, the purse swings forward, it's open and the cup turns over upside down. And I literally fill my purse full of ice and water. And I'm like, oh shit. You know, when you're in like oh, such a hurry, God. I have to completely empty and my purse had not been cleaned out, you know, like when it's like not a good thing. And, and, then, and then, I'm not kidding. And so I'm laughing and just like disgusted because I'm trying to get out the door. And then I'm not kidding. The very next day I do the same thing with a diaper bag. And I'm like, what the hell is my problem? Please tell so me there was some That's loaded it. diapers in it, some loaded diapers it, it with poo-poo in it and loaded. just spilled everywhere. <laughs> That's, the best I, That's the best I got for you on the fly today, but I guarantee there's That's a lot more moments good. than that. <laughs> well, I, I wish I had known because next time I will get you some good dirt. That's really. Yeah. See, I, I kind of said it, but I'm telling you, I'm not even tripping because you're going 24 seven. So it is okay that you didn't know, but yeah. I knew you'd be able to pull one out of the air because yeah. I know you have them as much as I have them. Okay. So I have a self-deprecating moment. And mine is speaking of dating and pandemic dating. I have to share this because this is so funny. Um, I go out with a guy and there's all this chemistry. Everything's amazing. He actually, somebody was cracking a joke. Like, how are you going to meet guys if uh, you don't, you know, if you're not like putting yourself out there because everyone's getting on dating apps. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. 
And what does he have to do? <laughs> break into your house? Anyway, he was literally helping my roommate move in. And that's how I met him. He told my roommate, Hey, your roommate's really hot. And I mean, really attractive guy, whatever. We went out, everything was great. And, um, we're going to see a premiere of his movie. He's an actor. <laughs> and no, it was, too. yeah, it was at a, it, it, like a drive-in because it was in the middle of the pandemic. And so I'm like, cool. And it was so much fun and he's great. And so I don't know how we got on the topic. Oh, okay. So someone in the car ahead of him, it was his, his roommate gets out of the car and is smoking a cigarette. And so he's like, oh, there's my roommate smoking a cigarette. And I go, ew. <laughs> And he goes, he goes, oh, are you, you're not into smoking? I'm like, no, smoking is disgusting. And I was like, I loved <laughs> Europe, but, and I just went on and on. I'm like, when I went to Europe, I loved Europe, but I guess they did not get the memo that smoking is gross. <laughs> I mean, hello, it is the most disgusting thing. And da, 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 da. and then all of a sudden he gets really nervous and he's like, oh, well, I, I'm, I'm trying to quit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I was shit. like. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't have been of anyway. I can't date anybody who smokes because I really am appalled by it. And my mom did pass from stage four lung cancer. So I'm not yeah. a fan of smoking. Yeah. And so um, it was, I wouldn't, maybe wouldn't have like totally okay. went on and on about how much I hated smoking if I had known, but wait, it gets better. So I'm like, oh, okay. And he takes out his vape. He's like, I just vape here and there. I'm trying to quit. I'm like, oh, good. Yeah, it's totally fine. <laughs> Why does the, the movie open? his movie and it's him starring him and he's smoking a cigarette. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you do that really well. Have you done that before? Uh, that is super funny. Well, so it didn't really work out. Didn't really work that, out. No, that didn't. Lotus and I were at a restaurant actually, I think it was Monday. I took her to lunch and, and I'm not kidding. There's somebody down the street, like, like a, a half a block or something, not even, and they're smoking and we're sitting outside dining and we're like choking on the smoke, you know? And so we decide to get up and go inside the restaurant. And, and we said, you know, sorry, somebody's smoking down the street. We're just going to stand in here until they finish. And the waitress like literally runs out as she had a butcher knife. She would have taken it with her. I swear to God, she runs down the street, like chases the guy off, comes back in and it's like, I just, I just hate that. I'm a smoker myself, but I would never smoke around people. (laughs) I was like, what you just like chase that guy off like, that like would have been crazy, me like a crazy person and you smoke that's <laughs> amazing like, that is what? like and I was like horrified and embarrassed that I said anything and then like equally laughing and Lotus and I are just looking at each other like what is going on everything is so weird right now in the world <laughs> Oh my God. That's amazing. Oh, oh, she's a walking anomaly, a walking contradiction, both of them. Okay. Now lightning round, just some quick answers. Are you ready on oh the spot? Oh, <laughs> turn up those brains. Uh, okay. These are easy. All right. Do you have a favorite comedian? Her name is Miss Tiffany Phillips. Oh, yeah. Hey. Hell yeah. She's my favorite. Because her life is comedy. And it she, is. it's real and it's funny and she is funny as shit. You, I've not met anyone who makes better fun of themselves than you. So yeah, go ahead. Go on. I got it. I'm, I'm good at this. Look at <laughs> Julianne, you know, I got to tell the, the vagina story at some point. Remember that in your pool, oh. I was telling you. Oh my <laughs> like, gosh. You mean I don't think it I pays to be a hoe. <laughs> 
That is the funniest. Well, I came back in the house and I was like, okay, Mark, I got to tell you about the conversation I had with Miss <gasps> Tiffany. We got to have some sex. Okay. So come on, come on. Oh like, I'm not, I don't let it go to waste, baby. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Okay. Sorry. If I had more time, I'd have to, that's another self-deprecating okay, another story. Day. The, that whole thing was funny. It's, I, as I was telling it, I'm like, this is a stand-up set. This is I a was laughing so hard. Set. We must have laughed for what? Like 25 minutes straight without like stopping. Yeah, I, I I needed I didn't even need to do abs. I just my abs were done. They were hurting. I was laughing so hard. Oh, okay, go on. Okay, we'll come back and, to and, that. And Everyone, it was, it was like it was it was all real shit. Like it was real. It's not like I was making it up. It's insane. Okay. <laughs> okay. Second question. Uh, if there were a song that played every time that you walked in the room, it was like your anthem song that said, This is Julianne, what would that song be? Oh my god! I hate these questions. I'm already you, laughing. I'm your already questions laughing. suck. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> I, I almost want to. Oh, okay, dun, let's, dun, ha- dun, let's dun, have some fun. That's all. That's like exactly what comes to mind right now. Okay. Okay. Wait. Let's have some fun. How about this? You pick a song for me. I pick a song for you. Oh boy. Okay. Let's think. Let's think. Okay. 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 Why is my feet? I'm sitting here with my finger on my nose. Like Uh what do I think through my nose? That is the question. Um, uh, Oh gosh. Oh gosh. I thought I could totally. Okay. So what's the song? And um, oh my God, you sang it on stage at the freaking um, Canyon club. What is the song you sang at the Canyon club when there was some concert and somebody pulled you up on stage? This is the song I think of for you. And it's like, I am woman or something. I forget what it was, but it was like, do you remember performing? You were drunk. So I don't know if you remember. You probably don't but remember. Uh, you remember the Canyon club in Agora Hills. And there was like, and a I concert, got up and I sang and you got up on stage and you sang a song and I'm drawing a blank of the, it's like, Oh my God. I'll think of it and we'll have to do, we'll have to talk about it on another. It's something about um, I am woman. It's yeah. It's something about, no, 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 that's not it. But yeah, something like that. Do you don't remember getting on stage at the Canyon club? Oh my God. It was like this huge, massive packed out place. And you knew whoever was on stage that night and they pulled you up and you sang a song. Was it you bad girls talking about the sad girls? Nope. But, no, no. Um, I'll come back to you and I'm going to, I'm going to let you know, I'll text you the song when I think of it. But, but anyway, that's the song that I would think of for you. It's like, oh. it's like a badass female song. I think the song I would choose for you is by the Eurythmics. Sisters are doing it for themselves. Talking oh. down the old two feet. Da, 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 da. That's Julianne. Like she does it for herself. You're independent. Like, you know, that's just, that's okay. you. I don't know all the words. Sisters well, are doing it for themselves. Well, I, I will, we'll, we'll give you badass woman. How's that? Badass woman. Megan <laughs> Trainer's badass woman. How's that? I like that. I like that. I'll take it. Sisters are doing it for themselves. Badass woman. We are doing it for ourselves, Julianne. We're making shit happen in the world. I got my cat. You got your kids. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) We got, you know, I got my self-esteem intact uh, most of the time. Like, we are doing it for ourselves. And I love you so much. And I'm so grateful. I always tell you this. 
I'm just grateful to have you in my life being one of my, you're, you're, you're beyond friendship at this point. Julianne is my family. She is literally yeah. my sister. And uh, I'm just, I'm so grateful that you finally were able Same. to get on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Thank you so much for having me, Mischief. I love it. It's fun. And um, we definitely need to do it again. Yes. Tip and Jules are back in full effect. Thank you for joining me today on Self-Deprecated. I'm your host, Tiffany Phillips. Remember, you can always learn more about this podcast and what the funny I talk about by visiting the description notes of whatever you're listening to today. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Audible. If today's show brought you a little joy, put a smile on your face, or even better, made you laugh snort, please do me a solid and leave a review. It helps more people like you find this podcast. From my heart to yours, thank you, and I will see you next time on Self-Deprecated. Thank you.